Welcome to My Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey from living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day in search of what I'm really here to do, and I want to bring you along for the ride. I'm so excited today to talk to you guys about a book that Pontea told me about and really has helped me kind of center myself and who I am and kind of believing who I am again. Um, the name of the book is called The Sophia Code and it's by Kaya Ra. Um, essentially, what Pontea originally told me about the book is that it's about embodying all of these divine goddesses um, and it's their stories and how they live their lives in this world and kind of like an understanding of what why they became goddesses and why why we want to I guess kind of draw on their examples in this lifetime so it's an interesting uh, story but it it's not a story written by Kaya Ra. She channeled it. She has her own interesting background, but she's a channeler and she um, was able to connect with all of these um, ascended masters. And they, the word in each chapter from each of these goddesses is directly from that goddess. So the book itself is called, is it a, a living transmission, which means that it's definitely more than a book and it's also not a book that you can just read and and move on from so I started this book back in I think October of 2019 and I'm not through it yet because each I'll explain but each uh each chapter and each transmission requires you to really take time with it and sit with it before you kind of move on to the next one. So um, the the hope of this book, um, as spoken through Kaya from Sophia, was um, to be the book that would help us love ourselves again by reclaiming our sovereign divinity. And it's something that you you... Definitely, well, I can't say you have to know you're ready to receive this because when Pontea told me about this book, I don't didn't know that I was ready to receive this in this transmissions. But, and that's why I think it requires you to kind of go at your own pace through it because a lot of it is intense and, and, and in a good way, not, nothing negative, but it's a lot of information and, um, but it definitely has the power to expand your heart and your mind and it will help you embody your divine nature and why you are here in this lifetime. So each goddess has her own chapter and in, in that chapter she describes her earthly life and provides exercises to assist lightening our soul's burden so that our own unique individual souls can shine in this lifetime. And at the end of each of their stories, 
there's a key code transmission and these living transmissions have the power to support your own higher self embodiment for healing, integrating and dissolving the deepest wounds within you. The frequency frequencies of these transmissions are set to bless your life and divine purpose with a resonance that activates your soul's remembrance for how worthy you are to thrive in every area of your life. So that when I say it's not just a book, it, it really isn't. It, it's each one of these, you like you really have to sit with and, and kind of see how it resonates within you um, or even if it resonates at all. So in my, my experience, the first time that I read through the, the first goddess you encounter is Isis and um, her overall message, and this is just a very high level, is to clear attachments to low self-esteem, depression, suicidal thoughts, and self-sabotaging resistance to your own success. Um, so she's number one. And it's funny because Pontea told me, I'll know which ones I resonate with and, and I'll feel it. Like I'll know, uh, kind of like in a way she said, like which past lives you've had that maybe you worship these goddesses in the past or that, you know, you have some soul recognition with each one of them. And when I first read Isis, I didn't feel anything, you know, I, I was like, well, this is a lot of information, but I, I went kind of off of what Pontea had said and that if I don't feel like she's someone that I, sh that I should mentor with, that sh I should move on to the next. And the next one was Hathor and she's meant to, um, uplift your heart, uh, for so that you can access your own creative genius to receive the blessings of unlimited success. And again, Hathor, uh, I didn't, I, I felt like, you know, it's a, such beautiful stories, but I didn't know what I was expecting to feel. And I think that I took that maybe a little too literally, but I was like thinking that I would know, like have, have like a soul kind of remembrance or feel like a comfort in each of these stories. And when I first read Hathor, I didn't feel that. So I moved on to the third goddess, which is Green Tara. And she's here to uplift um, our vibrational renaissance, uh, renaissance to surrender into and embody the vulnerable truth of your own invincible divinity. And this one was the first one that really just for me hit home and felt like I I don't know like I know I know her or I feel her deeply and she has a mantra that's omtare tutare ture soha and I'm gonna read really quick for you guys what the mantra is um, a mantra is a pathway for healing beyond obstacles of understanding when it's spoken and invokes green tara's help and support so I'm going to just break down what that mantra high level stands for. So Om invites Green Tara as a guide for returning to Sophia's light and unconditional love as your only resolution to all suffering. Um, it invokes Green Tara's presence as your guide through the suffering and as a mentor for your happiness. So that's Om. Tare is the seed syllable that declares... 
um, that you are laying down your attachments to suffering in exchange for non-circumstantial happiness and reconciliation with your own divinity. Tutare is a seed sound wave of self-love that liberates your awareness from the eight great fears by taking refuge in your own divinity. Tutare uh, declares your openness with all beings as the root of your happiness that is sovereign from all attachments to suffering. And Soha commands the blueprint of this mantra to activate your DNA and to consecrate your sacred heart to live in happiness for the liberation of all beings. So um, when I did this chapter, and wait, I'll, I want to say first, a lot of this, it's really dense material, and I did get it first on Audible because um, part of the key code, well, the key code transmissions, she speaks to speaking them out loud as you're listening to them. So I thought, oh, you know, Audible will probably be the best way for me to understand this material. And I would agree. I think having the Audible book, I, I would say it helped. So when I heard green tara's key code i don't know there was something in me that knew that she was connected to me in some way and it was right at that time i was planning or, or going on a trip to bali and i had um <laughs> those are my dogs uh peaky and penny um but it it had really just resonated with me and especially the mantra so which I had never done a mantra before but when when we were in Bali especially in the sacred sites I I found myself over and over in my my head just sing, saying these mantras this mantra over and over in my head amtare tutare ture soha and I don't, I didn't know, well, I mean, obviously, I didn't know at the time why, but it just felt like it made me more connected with the energy, I guess, of the sacred sites we were visiting. And I just knew that it it just needed to be said for some reason. And um, I want to go, I'm going to have a, a separate episode that talks about all of the amazing things that happened when I was in Bali, but I do believe that they happened because of me calling in Green Tara. Um, essentially, my overall feeling of Bali is that the veil between spirit and the physical plane is very thin there. And, and I think it's because the people there worship uh, their gods so uh, religiously in that their whole days revolve around meditating and and giving back to them and really appreciating them and so when whenever there is something let's say whenever you have a chance encounter with someone they believe it's all divinely connected and so when you live your life constantly in the present moment kind of expecting miracles they just happen and it's insane but so many miracles happened uh, to me, myself and my friend while we were there that it just, anyway, so that's where I was saying this mantra over and over and over. And it was at the, be we were there, um, in the beginning weeks of January, 2020. And then I got back, um, from that trip 
And obviously then that's right when um, COVID-19 was kind of put out into the news. And the first kind of miracle that made me realize, like, I think my calling to Green Tara was beyond me, is that, I don't know who, a news article asked the Dalai Lama what he would recommend to people to do to help with this COVID-19 um, you know, issue. And he said that it was to chant the Green Tara mantra. And I was like, what? So w- what I felt is that I don't think, I don't know if it was necessarily me connecting with Green Tara or a collective consciousness from... I don't know from the Dalai Lama or from like, cause obviously at that point, the, the COVID-19 was already out there. And I just had this overwhelming urge that I needed to say this mantra over and over and over. And it was in my mind and, um, and yeah, it, uh, the Dalai Lama, that's what he's chanting to help us get us through this period and it just made me feel connected to a bigger thing because I don't know. I mean, I had never even said a mantra prior to this. You know, I, I never I never knew really what mantras were about. And essentially, it's something that helps you when you're meditating and helps you stay focused on, you know, elevating your mind and heart to a higher place. But in this particular mantra... It's helping you, I'm going to say them again. So Om invites, invokes Green Tara's presence as your guide through your suffering and as a mentor for your happiness. Tare is a seed syllable that declares that you are laying down your attachment to suffering in exchange for non-circumstantial happiness and recognition with your divinity. Tutare is a sacred seed sound wave of self-love that liberates your awareness from the eight great fears by taking refuge in your own divinity. Ture declares your oneness with the beings as the root of all happiness that is sovereign from all attachments to suffering. And Soha commands the blueprint of this mantra to activate your DNA and consecrate your sacred heart to live in happiness for the liberation of all beings. So it's like, it's not saying that this suffering shouldn't happen it's saying that it it's helping you rise above what's happening you know and it's helping you send out the the vibrational energy to lessen the suffering for all that are afflicted and um yeah so that is one beautiful story that i have um with one of the goddesses of this book so then I, I came back and I continued to move forward in the book, which next was Mother Mary. And Mother Mary, she's the fourth goddess. She uplifts you into direct communion with divine feminine presence of God dwelling within yourself. And a quote from her chapter is always remember that listening to and following your heart will always positively affect the evolution of humanity far beyond your understanding the the fifth goddess is mary magdalene and she uplifts your heart with angelic transmission of hope faith 
and divine love guiding you to access your inner angels of higher of the inner angels of your higher self and both of them maybe because i was raised catholic and i knew them <laughs> definitely had like a a nurturing feeling as i as i as i went through their works um so I didn't, I, I, I would say that I really did feel connected to both of them. And it was like around this time that I was working um, with one of my classmates and I'm, I'll go into that in another episode, but I am working, um, I am doing a shamanism program and it's essentially teaching us how to work with the energy of ourselves and how to understand the energy of other people. So I was working with one of my classmates and she was doing a a journey for me. And it's interesting because it's all virtual. So, but energy doesn't work in the physical plane. So being virtual is completely fine. And I mean, I've been shocked and amazed myself that I can see and feel the energy of people that are not in front of me. But in any case, she was doing one for me and at the end she told me like you know I was up at the your crown chakra and I asked like who are her guides who's helping her during this time and she's like do you know any goddesses like uh like an Egyptian goddess I think she said her name was Isis and I was like "Uh, what and and she said yeah I don't she said I don't know like Egyptian goddesses but I said did you are you saying her name because of what she looked like or and she said no she told me that she was the goddess Isis <laughs> and that she had an Egyptian lineage and she said you would know her and I said yeah I know her and I told her about this this book and it was at that point that I knew even if I didn't feel like Isis resonated with me in some big deep way once I listened to her key code transmission she was with me and that's the point of the transmissions is like you they kind of evoke themselves into your dna and they're with you regardless of if you realize it or not like this person who i don't know personally is it's you know a classmate that doesn't know me didn't know this book didn't know isis at all she saw her around me and and was able to give me the message of yes she is with you and she wants you to be you know, present and she wants you to be, have courage to move forward and don't be afraid to show who you are. And it just was like a message of, I don't know, like a confirmation that even if on this plane, you don't consciously understand things going around or on, um, let's say in the spiritual world, they're there. And sometimes other people can see them and confirm them for you so from that point on i was like okay isis is one of mine and and now i feel like i am embodying her and for example i have these oracle cards and they're crystal oracle cards (laughs) and that day i pulled the the blue lapis um which is one of the stones that that isis embodies so it's just like, it's interesting how all of the energy kind of flows together and kind of gives you like reminders that, that these things actually are happening on a plane that you can't see, but they are all kind of conspiring in your favor. And it, it's just made me feel 
connected. <laughs> so then the sixth um, goddess in this book is Kuan Yin. And I have done her transmission. She's um, uplifts your spirit as a constant touchstone for how worthy you are to receive your own love. And her story uh, is, uh, it's really amazing. And just, it's beautiful as well. And um, I would say that, well, because of the times that we're in, I have been focusing on Green Tara. But but Kuan Yin is definitely one of the the goddesses that I am meant to mentor with. And I, I it's weird because I felt her before I even, um, well, before I even got to her, her chapter in the book. Um, and this is kind of weird, but I told you guys that I watch these um, live crystal sales on Instagram and a crystal came up that was in the shape of Kuan Yin and I don't like I went by I always go by um when I'm looking at the crystals like the ones that just call to me and it's almost like they're saying like you know we knew each other in another life and we're meant to be back reunited in this life and when I saw that crystal I knew that she was meant to be mine and I and I hadn't even done her her chapter yet so yeah, I definitely have a, a connection to her. And the last one, which I have not gotten to yet, is the white buffalo women, woman. And she's um, supposed to uplift your heart by reconnecting reconnecting you with all of creation, praying with you and for you. She helps you clean traumatic imprint, imprints of low self-worth. Um, so I have not yet gotten to her, but I, I know that especially in in the times that we're having right now it's like a non-denominational way to connect with your higher self through these iconic figures that have amazing stories and help you understand like how how they relate to you and really how you can get out of the daily grind or the daily realities of what what is happening and, and see that there's another way to connect to spirit. Um, so I really felt like this book is definitely timely. It, I'm telling you, it's not a, a normal book. <laughs> and I think you'll know if you're meant to go forward with my recommendation with it because you'll just feel a draw towards it. Um, and I, I will just say that it's nothing that you can imagine or expect but it's all beautiful and it all is like a beautiful like hug to yourself it's like a remembrance of of like your soul self of who you are and it kind of takes away all of the doubts that you know we kind of uh what's the word we develop over our lifetime here you know it, it really helps you embody and have the courage to embody who who it is that each of our souls are you know like all of the things that we have self-doubt about are really man-made or or traumas that happened in our childhood that aren't real and this is a reminder back to your true essence and I know like people 
have gotten there through religion and I there's nothing wrong with religion I just for myself I love that it's a direct connection with the source and I believe that I mean whatever helps get you to that place of of just letting go and accepting your true nature it's it's a beautiful thing you know and and I again go back to saying like this is not something that I ever thought I would be open to or ready for but one of the other things that Pontea said to me that day was when you when you do mentor with one of these you'll you'll be drawn to like let's say have um, either pictures of them on your walls or or um, they have these little cards that you can buy that have the picture of the goddess on them um, or in the case of Kuan Yin I have this crystal that is Kuan Yin um, and you'll be drawn to them because they're like reminders of your true self like your your vulnerable self that feels like it's okay to be that person again you know and it's okay to come out like take down the walls of the that you've put up over your life because you're you've been afraid to really embody that heart and that soul of you um and they are a reminder that not only that it's okay but they're here and they are around us to help us because they're they're saying that it's safe now it's safe now to be who you are and to really accept who you are and all of our differences like I I know that there's probably not someone exactly like me out there and I think that's beautiful and I and that's I guess why I feel okay even doing this podcast because it's like the the courage to just put it all out there is it's helping me kind of break down my walls you know and and really embody what what is the soul that I am here to be you know and and taking away all of society's imprints on us that are just naturally there and saying like okay who who are you really like who who are you meant to be you know um and I'm gonna say like do I know who that is yet I'm still figuring it out I don't know but I know that every day I find some tool that helps me know that it's all for happening for a reason it makes me feel so just connected to something way bigger than watching the news or worrying about a job or you know these mundane things that I think most of us are tuned into I really I just feel like there's something bigger than this than kind of what we are all living you know um and in saying that too if you're listening to this I feel like it's energy's call for you to be open to that for you to embrace a part of you that you may not even know exists because as you guys know I didn't know this part of me existed before this all started unfolding either but I have just tried to be open to every little message that comes my way as truth like as as a sign as a as a road post you know along the journey to say like you are doing the right thing you are on the right path and 
really all that spirit's asking me is to be open and that's that's the i mean really that's the key to life right it's it's our fears that make us afraid to be open but at the end of the day that's why we're here we're not supposed to live in a i don't i don't think in a in a daily grind working and being doing something that that doesn't light us up i think we're supposed to really shine who we are and really be okay with people being like weirded out by that i mean because really i'm sure i why well, i know there are people in my family that think i'm weird and i'm okay with that i feel like finally i don't i mean i've been hiding that weirdness because i was afraid and now i don't care and really i just hope that this message helps someone out there feel the same you know and really be okay with whatever it is that your soul wants you to do and the only way you'll get there is by really allowing yourself to be quiet and go within and these are kind of all have been tools to help you go within and and really that's my plan is to share with you the the ways that i've connected inward and been amazed by the things that come forth when you do